0: Welcome to another episode of Down Rabbit Holes. We're your hosts, Raquel and Stephanie. Hello, hello. Hello. Welcome. How are y'all doing? Yay. Woo-hoo. So happy to be back here today. Mm-hmm. Today we're going to discuss the compelling topic of advantages and disadvantages of being a working mom.
1: Oh,
0: working mom. I'm working nine to five. I work. It's actually like right now. I'm working like four to four. Oh, because I'm working Eastern Standard Time. You are, and they forget that I'm working Eastern Standard Time. Oh, (laughs) and so they're all like, "Good morning, everyone," and I'm like, "It is freaking five o'clock in the morning." Like, and they want me to turn on the camera and everything, and I'm all like, "Bruh."
1: no like, i'll no, turn it on you. at like
0: eight seventeen after i've like sat down and put my makeup on after a while, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> because i'm like Bruh. oh i'm super excited to talk about this topic because i struggle with wanting to be a stay-at-home mom and then an educated woman <laughs> so
0: i don't know if i've ever struggled with wanting to be a stay-at-home mom because like i'm not really good at staying in one spot
1: but, yeah, but think about all the things you could accomplish as a stay-at-home
0: mom. Yeah, so we're going to talk about this yeah. when we get there, because I, as you know, I've transitioned to a remote job, yes, and so I have more true. of a stay-at-home-ish kind of thing, but we're going to talk about that okay, when we get there, because it's a little bit, di- like, you think it's something, but it's not.
1: Well, and like I said, I've never had the opportunity to be one, Yeah, and I don't think, I really do think I couldn't stay home. You know, I would
0: like to be a trophy wife. <laughs>
1: i mean a sugar
0: daddy would be fine if we again i'm gonna go back to plugging in linking the bank accounts (laughs) where i get to access the funds i mean
1: the stay-at-home mom comes with a lot of things if i was a trophy wife (laughs) being a trophy
0: wife stay-at-home
1: mom i mean
0: i don't know i
1: mean if Stay at home, mom means vacation whenever you want, go to Disneyland whenever yes. you want. Like I'm about it. I'm, yes. <laughs> but if you if
0: you're like requiring me to like fold clothes and do the yeah, laundry, no, that's not what I want to do.
1: <laughs> so I think I just want to be a, sh- a trophy like a, wife. A trophy wife so. with a sugar daddy. Yeah, really.
0: I think, you know, we really need to define stay-at-home <laughs> mom we before we get into do. this conversation. <laughs> but before we jump into that topic, uh, we oh. do have some unfortunate news to cover. But before we get there, let's talk about uh, the Chiefs versus the Rams. Will, producer Will, burp, 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 burp. come on uh, in. I don't want to be here. Uh, <laughs> As Always. per usual, yeah, As per usual, and I
2: <laughs> don't want to watch the Super Bowl because F the Niners and F Kansas City,
0: dude. Okay, first off, let's just talk about the superficiality of this. Both of them are red. What? Yeah.
2: Oh, it goes against the logo, though.
0: Yeah, this is it ridiculous. Goes against the logo. Let's talk about these Chiefs versus Rams game. What do you think? Not Rams. Why did I say Rams? Yeah, I didn't yeah. mean. I, I wrote Rams down, and I don't even know why. I did not even There's mean Chiefs. Ravens. It. Yeah, Ravens. I started with the R. R-A. Uh, Ravens. The Chiefs. <laughs>
2: And where the Chiefs did not win that game, the Ravens definitely
0: lost that they game. They definitely lost it. But I want to tell you something, and you may disagree with me. Like, Kelsey has pl- that played that game like he hadn't played in yeah. a long time. Yeah. Like, he was he on point that yeah. game. And, I mean, the Ravens definitely did not make the plays that they needed to make in order to win, especially against...
2: Well, they stopped running the ball, and they've been running the ball all year, and then they just decided... On this all game, of a we're sudden, not gonna we're run not going to do
0: that. Well, and I mean, it, regardless of the Chiefs' season coming into this, this is a powerhouse playoff team. Like, so you have to know that they have experience in this, and they're coming into it with all of this cloud of, of playoff experience. And so you can't just run your regular game thinking that you're going to beat them, like yeah. no matter what. Oh, yeah, and Mahomes is who he is, mm-hmm. but him and Kelsey connected on so many what, what was it five different catches oh, i think it
2: was lights out it was kelsey especially was just catching stupid passes
0: stupid like you saw that one that he just flopped in the yeah. air and dove and all of a <laughs> sudden he caught it mm-hmm. like who are you superman speaking of
2: <laughs> though when lamar jackson threw that pass and it got tipped at the to line himself and he caught his own pass Dude, oh.
0: i was wondering how are they going to mark that down like statistically
2: statistically for a quarter of that game He was the Ravens' second-leading receiver.
0: Really? (laughs) That is crazy. Because when he he threw it, a defender tipped it. And when the defender tipped it, he anticipated where the ball was going to be, where the ball was going to land. And so he went and caught his own pass.
1: Oh. Yeah. As you all can tell, (laughs) (laughs) Sunday was not about football for
2: me. It was all about football. Dude. I loved it.
1: When I
0: wake up, that's I, all I cared about. Zion well, Zion was like, I was like, son, are you going to come watch the game with me? He was like, I'm waiting for the big game for the Lions one. I don't want to watch football all day. And I was like, Why not? Who are you? Um. <gasps> yeah. So the Chief, the Ravens. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you, Will. I had and my on my FanDuel sports bet. I had the Chiefs beating the Ravens. In fact, if the Lions would have won the stupid game, I would have been eleven hundred dollars richer.
2: Wow.
1: You also That's bet insane.
0: on these things. I don't. Oh yeah, I don't. Fandu.
1: I mean, I know, I I know that there is betting, but like, I didn't know you did.
0: Oh yeah. The first time oh. I, well, it's it's bad because the first time that I bet, I won like 180 bucks. And so you were and like, so I was like,
1: I'm so good at this. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah. I've lost every single one after that. Called
2: the gambler's spell.
1: <laughs> the only thing I used to bet on is when I bartended in Flagstaff at the Bowling Alley, uh-huh. Starlight Lane. <laughs> I they would do the um. Like under, over, oh, yeah. and pick uh-huh. your bo- your squares. I would do that, but that's all I would Dude, do. Dude, so this
0: was my bet on the on the Chiefs Ravens game. I had Kelsey for over fifty yards, easy, easy cheesy, right? Easy money. I had Lamar for a passing tutty. got easy it right money. at the beginning. Easy money. I had um, the Chiefs winning, and I had it under like fifty five points, and I had uh, oh, a. There was there there was something else that I had. Yeah, parlays are crazy. I had like a six game parlay, and after the after the Chiefs game, I was like, "Did I really get green check marks on all of these?" And then, (laughs) and then we go into the unfortunate Lions versus Niners game.
2: Okay, here's I I could sum up the Lions Niners game with two words,
0: Uh, especially
2: on the Lions side, dropped passes,
0: for sure. I'm so happy that you said that, and you didn't go against Dan Campbell. No,
2: drop passes. Because
0: so many people are like Campbell. You had two t- uh, opportunities at the end with this fourth down to turn like to uh, get field goals, but you decided to go for it. in one of them, you had a turnover. Whatever, blah blah blah. I was like, bro, you cannot hate on Dan Campbell for that because that is the exact kind of play calling that he's had all season to get us to where we're at.
2: It was drop passes. Hundred percent. Drop passes. 100%. Drop yeah. passes.
0: But dude, this was me. Okay, first ha- first half of the game.
2: Are we really going to do this? Oh, when it was 24 to 7?
0: Yeah. Like we're really going to do this going into halftime, dude. 24 to 7. Lions playing lights and You out. you had it in the I bag. was like, yeah. This is is and- this this is for real. Like I'm over here like looking at flights to Vegas. I
2: I almost messaged you. I I, was like, should I text Rocky now? I mean,
0: I was like, is this really going to happen? I had people from all over the nation calling me and being like, I can't believe I'm rooting for the Lions right now. I was like, I don't even want you on our bandwagon. You weren't here (laughs) the whole entire time. You were not loyal. Don't be a part of it right now. But then I was also like, okay, join the family. You'll learn about this Lion pride, this grit, this tenacity, all of this stuff. Second half comes. The Lions forget to come to play football. They forgot. Well,
2: no, your wide receivers did. Oh. Your defense, your defense, and your defense decided to take a
0: nap. But, okay. I honestly, of the game, I felt real bad for Aiden Hutch. Like, he has put his heart and soul, Hutchinson, I know, I just call him Hutch. He put his heart and soul into this entire season. He's a boy from Michigan who grew up in Michigan, ended playing for the Wolverines, then went played as a Lion. I mean, there's no other path as a youngster in Michigan that you, that you would to want work. to take. Like, I'm playing for U of M, and now I'm playing for the NFL city of my city. And then to get this far and have this happen, it was just devastating. It was just, it was,
2: there was, there was like In the second half, there was like four drop passes that if they would have made them, that game would have been completely different.
0: It would have. And so many people are out there saying like the game would have been different. I think. Oh, cause, was, he, cause saw... he went
2: for it on fourth down.
0: Yeah. No, but dude that. went for it on fourth down the entire yeah. season. Like that was his game. 34 to freaking 31 oh. was the final score. It was. And then the onside kick at the end. I, I mean, you sh- if you're in a position that you're waiting for that kind of win, you've already lost. You've already the game, lost. Yeah. Right. But I'm, It was just so devastating, but, and again, for our listeners, we were supposed to record this yesterday, but I was in a state of mourning. And so...
2: (laughs) She said she was "quote unquote" busy, but
0: we
1: yeah, "quote unquote" fifteen-hour day. I had, to, I did have a long day. <laughs> it was,
0: and then Zai comes home from school, and I was playing a a a, a game, and he was like, "Oh, is that, that another game?" I was like, "Why are you bringing it up?" <laughs> and he goes, "And he goes, why did I say that?"
1: Well, the only thing I saw, well, that I knew was going on is because I was on, you know, the reels on Instagram, so social media told me the thing, and then. I saw a bunch of conspiracy things that like, Oh, the ref did this. And yeah. then it wasn't, it was, it, it like, oh, was, well.
0: we lost it. We did. Um, I will, now that I've had a, a moment to calm down a little bit and not be in my feelings about it. I still have to say, man, I'm so proud of you, Detroit. Right. Like you freaking killed it. Oh, huge. Like absolutely. What huge. a season. Yeah. yeah. Like what a season. Yeah. And and you broke so many records, mm-hmm. and you revitalized the spirit in Detroit, and and actually gave a lot of hope to a lot of people across this country who weren't Lions fans before. Right. That now all of a sudden are repping that Honolulu blue. Well, the know. whole
2: season, you and me
0: were like Eagles. Yeah, lions. the whole time like, I was like I love your eagles but I love my lions <laughs> but I love your eagles speaking of the eagle my favorite eagle showed up at the uh, Chiefs Ravens game mm-hmm. did you hear what he said to his brother
2: no I didn't hear that oh
0: my gosh he went up and gave him a big hug and of course they're criers yeah, oh yeah so Jason grabs him and squeezes him tight and both of them start like tearing up and he was like go and do this man go get it go get Aww. it go get it And he was like it's yours it's yours and he's like We're going to do it. We're going to bring it home. And I'm over here like, this is such a great brother relationship. (laughs) I did see
1: the relationship between them and then their mom, like how she goes on the field. And like, I think it's Jason Kelsey who's like, I'm looking for my parents.
0: Yeah. Well, and... This was the first time that Tay Tay actually came down to the yeah, field. Yeah, I saw afterwards. that. Yeah.
2: yeah. And, oh, there was photos everywhere. Everywhere gave,
0: gave secret kisses. Oh, I saw that.
2: Uh, there wasn't really secret. There's little yeah, pictures <laughs> everywhere, everywhere.
1: Yeah, there's I know. pictures everywhere.
0: But my favorite was like there was a moment between Travis and uh, Taylor that was about to happen, and here comes Jason. Jason. <laughs> and she's like get over here and then taylor you can see her awkwardly in the background like i don't know what what do do i do do? what do i do okay i'm gonna leave
2: (laughs) you think think she has problems with the dude bro energy sometimes dude
0: Mm -hmm. maybe i don't know but um she's, she's just gonna have to fall in line because there's nothing that's gonna separate the love of these two bros no and uh man it was it was i'm not gonna lie i'm if I have to choose someone for the Super Bowl, I'm going Chiefs, and I know that that's not cool. But right now, I have feelings about Purdy.
2: I'm a Lions. I don't know. I'm not an Eagles fan. Um, and there's been bits about how the e- this is like the worst Super Bowl for Eagles fans because they, you know, Kansas City beat them last year, right? right? And then the Niners, you know, the Niners have been whining since the NFC Championship last year, like their fans <laughs> have been <laughs> with their bad minion memes. Um. <laughs> So it's been like this huge thing with the Eagles community against being against the Niners to so the Niners being in it. We're like, yeah, I don't like either of these teams. This is like the worst.
1: Like, so it, who would you go for?
2: I'm going for Kansas City. Okay. You have to, even you though, have to. even though, like, at the house I'm watching the Super Bowl at, it's gonna be nothing but Niners.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, oh no! Like, I I don't even have a desire anymore. I mean, the only thing that the only reason that I would want to watch the game is because I'm like, now what do I do? Football's on. <laughs>
2: That's like, <laughs> that's this is it's the end of football. Yeah. it's really well, the morning of the death of. It football is. That's
0: exactly me. what it is. It's kind of like when you binge watch movies or sh- TV shows, and then it's the end of the the season, and you're kind of like, okay, now what? what yeah. Do I do? <laughs> okay. So what do I do with my Sunday? <laughs> what about the Pro
1: Bowl
0: this weekend? Not interested. No? no, I don't care. Yeah, I mean, there hasn't been a lot of hype about it. Um, it's starting. This I mean, Jalen's going
2: to be in it. That's cool, but yeah, you know, I, I don't.
0: Well, aren't there a bunch of Pro Bowlers from him? Jalen, Kelsey, yeah, 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 Kelsey, Jay- well, yeah, Kel- Jason's going to be there. Yeah, and there's a couple from the Lions too. I love. Oh, and Big Play Slay from the Eagles going to be there too. Dude, I loved uh, Jared Golf's response to um some of the reporters that came in, and they were like, "So, uh, being that you don't have like as good as a team as the other ones," and Golf's response was like, "Uh, Amon Ross, St. Brown, Pro Bowler." And then he was like, oh, yeah, well, besides him, and he was like, uh, Penny, Pro, Pro Bowler." Bowl. <laughs> and so his responses were very, like, bro, like, you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Like, we got some all-stars up on here. Up in I don't here. care. I've never cared
2: about the Pro Bowl. Yeah. Never.
0: I think it's just a fun little way to, I guess it's just a, an in-between to keep football going while the Super Bowl is going to be the next weekend. I'm so happy that I did not end up getting tickets to the game and You were talking about it. I, I was I was gonna be there. You were like, there. Well, on Sunday, my brother and I were like, we're gonna fly to San Francisco today. Like we're gonna do it. <laughs> if I, I I'm not joking, like we have there are strains of text where he found like 17 different flights that we oh could make it. Oh my gosh. The only reason I couldn't do it was because of my new job and me having to work at six o'clock in the morning. That would have been five o'clock in the morning California time, yeah. and I couldn't find a flight around it. But my brother probably won't forgive me for that. Anyways, we won't talk about that. Um, so Super Bowl, you're gonna pick the Chiefs. Any pick, Steph? Um, gonna pick.
1: Well, so for a long time, um, I secretly cheered for the Ravens because my ex boyfriend was a Ravens fan, mm-hmm. and that was when, um, oh gosh, he was the quarterback. He was the Broncos quarterback too. What was know? his last name? Drown Ravens and Broncos. Raven. He was a former Raven Broncos. that became a Bronco, or yeah. the other way around? No, he became a Bronco. Oh my gosh! That and I had, I had just had his name. Anyways, um, now I'm gonna have to Google it. Google it. But That's yeah, anyway. So when I, I, I don't even know how I got. I I cheer for the Broncos. But there's a whole backstory for that. Um, but, yeah, I would secretly go for the Ravens.
0: Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco. There we oh, go, because I have
1: a Flacco jersey.
0: So who are you going to pick for the Super Bowl? Are you going to pick Chiefs or oh, Niners? Oh,
1: I don't know. I, I was leaning towards the Ravens, but, but that's only the, by color. But now it's
0: the Chiefs and <laughs> Niners. Ravens aren't even in it. Oh,
1: never mind. See, <laughs> that's how I don't yeah. know. Oh, Chiefs. Yeah, Okay. Yeah. Chiefs yeah I'm my gonna, uncle's a niners fan but i'm just mad that, that other niners fans that i've encountered have not been the friendliest
0: yeah the niners i don't know whatever i'm over you but yeah purdy, chiefs. whatever you're not so pretty um but i'm gonna go chiefs, yeah, gonna chiefs. i think i'm chiefs. gonna go chiefs
2: gonna, i think we're all going
0: all right well well sh- we shall see and i will let you know But this is the last
2: one Kansas city i know this because <laughs> after this how many crap. have they won Go away. It doesn't matter. We don't want him to go away. Oh.
0: Okay. Well, they what was it? He uh what's his name? Uh Mahomes yeah. thirteen times in the playoffs yeah. in his fifteen year cool. career. Yeah. Count.
2: It's time for them to go away.
0: Like that's
1: crazy. Like you need to sit down for a second, take yeah. a break. I
2: literally okay. wanted Lions
1: Ravens is what I want.
0: I, uh, I wanted been cool. I wanted Lions Chiefs just because like I like
1: I was cheering for the Lions.
0: I know. I got your text like all these people are like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Like I know you're feeling really sad right now.
2: I know that was that was me too.
0: Was <laughs> like, I'm so sorry, and I'm like, I. I, fine. I just don't even want to talk about football ever again, ever,
2: ever again. Ever here, we are, here we are, two days later. <laughs> <I know. laughs> yeah.
0: ever again in front of
2: microphones talking about. I
0: know. Um, But last thing I'll say about it, man, lions, you did, you've restored some joy and happiness and the love of football back into Michigan and, and amongst people across the nation, this, this spirit of belief. And, you know, we believe in each other and we care about each other and the community and the grit and the perseverance and the money that you restored back to our our estate, yeah, our state. yeah, like, yeah. Like, some positive out of that. Yes. That's exactly right. <laughs> like there was so many good things, and yeah. we look forward to what's going to happen. And uh, as cliche as it is for me to say, there's next year. There's <laughs> always next year. There's, there's always, always next year, year. and uh, we have a young team, and so I'm I'm looking forward to next year. Um, the yeah, youngest team like oh so. Many super so many i think that the average age of our starting lineup is 24. Yeah, oh wow young. Yeah. they're young super yeah. young yeah, yeah. well that's good yeah so we have years to become to go good, yeah right? you could yeah you can do it um super bowl plans right now i don't have any i used to have a lot but now i don't have any uh super bowl
1: plans probably plan? do a barbecue usually we invite people over my husband will cook they're hu- everybody in my family my children and my husband are big football fans. So usually I just sit there and eat and Well invite me. Yeah. And then we'll, of course, we'll I'll see we'll what, do what we're doing. Yeah.
2: Friends house in Tucson.
1: Ooh, this nice. is your Niners, Matt. Is that his name?
2: No, Matt Matt's low. Matt's going with me. He's oh, with okay. Now we're going to Mike's house. He's a Kansas City fan.
0: Oh. he's
2: also big in barbecue so Ooh, I gotta... Are you
0: gonna bring home the mate?
2: I make my own,
0: right? I know. When are you well, going to do are you that? Make some more. We can on... do a taste test on the show. Yeah.
2: I just did. I just did shotgun shells. Like
0: yeah, a, but a I didn't get any. Why not? And how do you say this? And I'm not even in the office. Like at you least you left. Your, you know bar- your ribs. some them off. The,
1: the first day here. Was that, that your was first, first Was my first day. I was when like, I did somebody ribs? made ribs. Yeah, they're delicious. Like God said, this "Let is there be ribs." <laughs> Let there be ribs for you. Well made ribs.
0: Well made ribs. Oh, yeah, so good. well, if you want to drop off some meat anytime that you want, yeah, we love I, I food. could, I would even host something. I mean, I have a big TV, I, but whatever. Um, all right. Uh, we flex, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> I even have projectors. <laughs> Will somebody just come over? Weird and Weird flicks, but with cool. Me. I need <laughs> friends. I need friends. Actually, but like there's a downside to that because then I would have to like clean.
1: <laughs> well, that's what I was saying. I was like, should we have it at our house? Because then I have to clean and I'm not really interested. So it doesn't benefit me <laughs> at all. So, but. I mean, but whatever. But if somebody wants to cater, that's
0: like... like I would. I would totally throw a Super Bowl party if it wasn't the Chiefs and the 49ers. But we should do a square thing. That's a lot of red. A square. You know? Oh window? yeah. The, the square the squares for betting and winning money. What the heck are you talking? The, about? the, the square football chart. squares.
1: I don't know. So like on
0: like if you end at a quarter and, and in, it's yeah. like ends in zero and a seven or seven boxes there. There's along the line gosh. along
1: the like x and y accesses yeah. there's like numbers at the top and numbers on the side how and do you, i know this I and don't you know. don't and you
0: put your name in the box and if your name falls on where the x and y access yeah. happens that, oh my gosh we'll we'll introduce you yeah to yeah it. yeah. it'll but like
1: the top is like chiefs and then on the side is like 49ers and then the numbers well, put money in this? yeah yeah you put you pay for the square I'm down. yeah
0: okay well we'll do okay. it we'll make the square we'll get people that you work with uh, like real live people i work oh, with yeah. virtual people So So we can can do squares. Do do squares. I think it would be awesome. I have a friend right now. Just text me. Are you okay (laughs) (laughs) About the Lions game two days (laughs) later. Okay, moving on, moving on. Lions again. Love you so much. Thanks for a great season. Um, So I have a friend. Her name Mm -hmm. is Marissa. Marissa Lions. She's from Texas. And um, I actually met Marissa about 10 years ago when I was the assistant principal and the reading coach in Douglas. Okay. And uh, she was a middle school English teacher. And she came in the room and she was all like hippied out in like this retro <laughs> clothes. And I was like, who is this girl? And I thought there is not a chance that I will like her. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but we ended up becoming family. And uh, in fact, on my 40th birthday this year, she was one of two people who met me in Tampa to celebrate my 40th birthday. She did it like in the last minute. Um, But Marissa was such an extravagant teacher and we bonded so closely. Um, A couple of years ago, her father was diagnosed with PSP. For those of you who don't know what PSP is, it's progressive supranuclear palsy. It's a neurodegenerative disorder that has no cause or cure. It affects brain cells that control balance, walking coordination, eye movement, speech, swallowing and thinking. Five to six people in 100,000 have PSP. So it's not very common. Unfortunately, her father passed away about a year ago and it really rocked her world. As you can imagine, my mom passed away two years ago and it's still rocking my world. Mm-hmm. So sis, I love you so much and I appreciate you and I support you in all of this. But she has turned her grief into an opportunity to educate and help find a cure. She's been given the opportunity to run the United Airlines new york half marathon this march as a part of the cure psp team so you know her father was actually misdiagnosed for several years and and her her siblings tried advocating for a new diagnosis but because this is such a rare condition so many people misdiagnose it so she really wants to spread the knowledge about this disease and and is looking for a cure she told me that losing her father was tragic but she doesn't want it to be in vain. She wants to advocate for those who are still with us and she wants to advocate for the families who are still fighting the good fight. So the organization that she's running for cure PSP is, is working tirelessly to create awareness around this horrific disease and they're fighting for a cure. So in March, she's going to be running in honor of her dad, Joe Lyons shout out to Joe. Um, If you're interested in supporting her in this endeavor, we'll post a link to her GoFundMe link on our page It's GoFundMe backslash BB2ED6EA, but it's for a great cause. It's for my sister, Marissa. I love you. I'm so proud of you, and I want you to know that I support you. And as much as my voice can reach, I want everybody else to support you in this. Plus, it's a half marathon. I would not be able to do that, but I know that you used to run these with your pops, and so we do this in honor of him and in you. And I'm so proud of you. So if anybody wants to. Support her. Words of encouragement. Find out the GoFundMe. Again, we will uh, post it on our page and uh, help her get to her goal.
1: Goal. Yeah, that's awesome. Awareness is
0: so important. So important. Yeah. And uh, like I said, this this is something that's kind of rare. But if we can spread some knowledge about it, that would be super. Absolutely. On another race update oh, today, in the mail, I got a purple package. Ooh guess what was in it my bad a virtual running race hoodie metal and bib (laughs) and bib bib. so i'm gonna be joining my bad a 5k this weekend if you want to join me go to i run for movement we'll post the link again on our facebook page but you can get it and i think it's on sale until the 31st which is Tomorrow. tomorrow yeah yeah um to get uh enrolled in it and uh, you get a cool t-shirt you do 5k you spread just health awareness that's again awesome. one of my goals this year at the beginning of this year was to get my baddie back and this is just one step i'm trying to make to get the baddie back i know you're doing a run too when is yours Yeah, the
1: Sonoida 5k that's going to be february 17th
0: and that Sonoida 5k is that just drinking a bunch of wine
1: um, I think after oh. I did ask questions about like, if you take a break in the middle where there'll be like boots where they, instead of giving you water, they give you wine, wine but um, I haven't gotten that back. I don't think that's the way it works, but, <laughs> um, training for that been, you know, trying to do that. And then, uh, I have one person who's going to run with me. Oh, that's so awesome. She signed up with me. So that's awesome. So I won't run alone, but. Um, I'm excited for it. It's yeah. my first one. So
0: make sure you take lots of pictures and we can post them on our page. Oh, and Lord. if anybody else is doing the Sonoida
1: 5K wine, wine run,
0: run yeah. like join me us. Up, Let yeah. them know. That'd be awesome. We're making
1: shirts. Shirts. You make shirts. I make shirts oh, on my cry cut. You're a cricketer. I'm a cricketeer. Cricketeer. Yeah, for everything. Everything. <laughs> I Dude, label I, everything. I just
0: told someone the other day, I was like, I'm going to have to show you the ways of the cricket. Oh,
1: well. I bought one years ago, and then my sister-in-law just bought one, and my sister bought one. So now we have a whole... We won't ever have to go buy shirts again.
0: <laughs> In fact, the shirt that I have on now... Oh, me too. Tia Cal. <laughs> my sister-in-law and my niece is... Plural. <laughs> yeah.
1: Made it for me for Christmas. Aww. Yeah. And yours? Yeah. Buena, Buena Cheer. Buena Cheer. Yeah, they have Look a game tonight, you. so... uh Almost end in that season, but Uh, yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I made this one and the 28 other ones that I had to make (laughs) for the team. Uh,
0: Dude, my sister-in-law made... T-shirts and sweatshirts for every single one of the cross-countryers. Oh yeah! Like I'm over here, like we'll we'll make it all night. It doesn't matter. They're not going to go looking like fools. They're going to oh, yeah. go looking Oh yeah! Hundred percent. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Well,
1: and it's cheaper to make them absolutely than to order them,
0: dude. For zions football, I think I made fifty. We believe shirts. Oh for yeah! His, I remember for his ten k. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, if you need anybody to make you some shirts, Ooh, reach out. Holler at your girls. <laughs> Another or a look sign on hustle. Etsy. <laughs> that's so funny.
1: It's a great transition of being a working. Mom. It is so. Amidst all of our extracurricular
0: activities, mom, man, we have a job that's not like any other, oh, right? No. So, how do we balance being a working mom and find the times? To do all of those other things, as well as honoring and respecting ourselves and who we are as people. Um, Man, I can tell you, I lost myself being a mom. I'm telling you,
1: that's, it's really hard because all the things that come with being a mom, right? Like, we're just talking about that, right? Because you're you're doing all these other things as a parent. You're trying to be a parent. If you're a first-time parent, you're trying to get it right or make mistakes and learn from them. Like, there is not enough time in the day to do all the things yeah
0: and 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 then if you don't get all of the things done then you have the mom guilt that yes oh gosh mom guilt and then you go into this cycle of like oh i'm messing up or whatever and you don't you don't feel like you're doing enough but yeah let's start off with the positives first so both you and i are career women Mm -hmm. we have been working educated i mean before i even had children i was very career oriented yeah And wanted to make sure that I I established myself. Um, So one significant advantage is the sense of accomplishment and personal fulfillment that comes with pursuing a career while raising a family and all of those Mm -hmm. things. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, we do get our flowers for a lack of a better word from being a career woman. Like I I get a lot of my identity from that. Um, I will tell you that, in the last 10 years, though, transitioning from job to job to job, I I realized that my identity couldn't be in my work. Right. Right. Because mm-hmm. when you transition or you move into a different position and, and if your identity isn't rooted in something else, then you're like, who am I?
1: Yes. What am I doing? Yes. Yeah. Um, That's but- a lot with being a teacher and mm-hmm. separating that career versus being a mom or being educated or you know like you i was very driven from the beginning mm-hmm. um you know making sure my grades were good and i mean even in high school when i was you know could have done other things i mean my education was kind of influenced by the people around me like hey you got to get straight straight a's you got to make sure your gpa is good i mean There was a smooth transition between high school to college um, to working. I mean, I got my first teaching job at 23. Yeah. And then from there, I mean, I decided to do my master's and do all these things. But in between, like, it was really I didn't have kids then. So I didn't know what it was going to be like when I did have kids. So I could do my job, come home, do all the things that I needed to do at home, not have responsibilities. But now. It's completely different. Yeah, dude, I will tell you, like just like
0: you, I mean, I went to school for 30 years, yeah. like starting from like kinder all the way up. And then after school, it was the expectation that I went directly into getting my bachelor's. Mm-hmm. Right after I got my bachelor's, I got my first teaching job. And right after I started my first teaching job, I went into my second master's because I was like, I need to continue to go to school. Yeah. Like, that's just what I need mm-hmm. to do. And then after I did that, I got my second master's, but I got my first principal gig assistant principal. I think I was the youngest principal in the oh, state and yeah, like you saying twenty-four that. years old Holy doing cow. this as a principal. Like, what do I know about doing <laughs> yeah. this? Uh, I was assistant principal doing that. But I say all that to say my life was programmed to work. Mm-hmm. Like to constantly be in that work mindset, that yes. work grind, that work grind. So when I found out that I was pregnant, I think I was 28 years old. And I mean this was after can't remember if I had my second master's I don't remember uh or if I got my second master's after Zai was born I don't remember I had I got it after he was born for sure okay for sure I got my second Mm -hmm. master's after he was born so anyways um but my grind had I was working all day and then all night still on the phone working Mm -hmm. and being a mom and trying to be like A partner and being a daughter and being an aunt and like I was go, 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 go. So when I got my second master's and I didn't have to go to school anymore, I was like, okay, where do I put all of this energy? And I didn't put it into my family. I put it back Mm -hmm. into work because now I had opened this new school and doing all of this and work, 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 work. So then when I transitioned out of that job and I I really had to take a good look at myself and be like, what are your priorities? Mm -hmm. And my priorities, my priority and my legacy wasn't my job. It was my kid.
1: Absolutely. Well, and I will tell you the thing that stuck with me in one of our meetings, and I, I'll still quote him until forever. But, you know, when when we were told, you know, you what did you get out of that? Right. You you work to make money. Right. And some of the things exactly what you're saying is I put a lot of passion and a lot of effort and a lot of energy into my jobs because I wanted to be the best at it. Right. But then that took away from the places that it really needed to be. That's right. And whether it was self-care, whether it was being a mom, and even before children, whether it was using my time for other things. Yeah. You know what I mean? To be a partner, to be a good friend. Like right. I, how many times as teachers are we in the classroom until seven, eight o'clock at Girl, night? You I know can't what I mean? Tell you,
0: like I re- I think the biggest eye opening experience I have is I was coaching Zyes baseball team and I was on the third base and I was the third base coach and I was answering emails mm-hmm. for other yep. parents on my cell phone yep. as I'm being the third base coach. And I remember after the game being like, I wasn't present yep. at his game. Like just because I was there doesn't mean I was present and I was actively participating. And I think yep. I also told you um Zy was really big into like art and stuff. And so I would always buy canvases for him. And one day he was like, Mom, I want to paint. And I was like, OK. He was like, let me paint a portrait of you. And I was like, OK. So I'm sitting on the couch. And actually, he was do- it was so cute. I have a picture of him. He has a table with his little easel and the Aww. canvas. And he was doing it in his chonies. Like, <laughs> like it was just his underwear and he he's painting. And he was like, Mom, I'm finished. And he turns it around. And it's a picture of me. And I kind of look like a tarantula, but I could tell that, that, was <laughs> that his, was it was me. And then he, I was like, explain the picture to me. And he was like, well, that's you. And that's your hair. And I was like, what's this? And he was, that's your phone. Aww. And I was like, what? And he was like, that's your phone. You're always on your phone doing business. And I was so broken hearted yeah. at that moment because I was like in his portrait of me. <laughs>
1: oh, he included, <laughs> he the included the
0: phone. The phone. That's how much it was taking over, you know, and not being—I wasn't being present.
1: Well, and I think what's really hard too is one—we have two different perspectives, right? So you're a single mom, where some of the things that you have to do are because you have to do them, yeah, right? You have to play a lot of different roles and make sure that you and him are taken care of. Whereas my perspective is like, for example, I got my master's after. I, I was pregnant during my master's mm-hmm. and then I completed it. I think he was two. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. In 2023, I had completed my master's program, but I had a partner who supported me during that. Stuff. Yeah. So I could play both roles. Like I, I did prioritize a lot of things, um, but I was so busy and I and I think I'm still struggling with the fact of like prioritizing everything that needs needs to be done. So, like, not only do I have to work eight to four. Mm -hmm. Right. Like our kids go to school. Our kids have sports. I, you know, I want to cook dinner. I want to do these things. I want to work out. I want to. Where do we set boundaries? How do we do all this stuff? Well, and that's what's so hard, because the things that bring you joy. Right. So, like, for instance, in my my daily life, um, all of our boys play sports. So taking off work. Absolutely. I think our job is really good about like, Hey, if you need the time, you can flex that you can do these things. Whereas Mm -hmm. as a teacher, we couldn't really do that. You know, we had to make sure that whatever, um, you know, lesson plans and shit like that. But then now I can take off time. So I think prioritizing one, my, my kids over my job. Absolutely. I will Mm -hmm. always do that. But then there's the things that after work, you know what I mean? Like
0: well, and your baby your baby just turned 4. Yeah. So it it gets even harder cuz as they grow up they don't need you as much, right? And so then it turns into a what do I do with my time now? Because I hadn't been prioritizing yeah. myself and putting myself as a priority when in, when he was younger. Mm-hmm. I didn't establish good routines and good hobbies and right. things that I loved. I always was like, let me take care of my family, let me do this, let me work for the school, let me tirelessly work for something else. Let me do this. Everything else was a priority for myself. But now that he's a little bit older, he needs me differently. Right. And so I don't have to do all the things that I had to do for him. I have to be there in a different capacity for him, but he's also, and I'm going to be just brutally honest with our listeners and with myself is that I am not making the best use of time. And, and, like that is a behavior that is modeled then for him. Like he needs to see that I have a life outside of him too, that I'm Mm -hmm. a priority because that's a good thing for him to do when he's an adult too, is not just throw all of his eggs into one basket. I'll tell you like after my mom passed away and reflecting on her life, she did the same where she gave everything to everyone else Mm -hmm. and to her kids and didn't prioritize herself. She also didn't prioritize her health. Has she prioritized her health and herself? She may be here. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, she went for so long not taking care of herself at the, like, cost of, like, oh, my kid will not have this if I go to the doctors for 20 minutes. Or if I go and do this, or if I work out for this, then my kid isn't going to have that. Yeah. But if she would have, I would have her for a lot longer. Yeah. And
1: I agree. I think the the biggest part about being a working mom is that, well, one, you you have to provide. Yeah. Right. And especially if you're in a partnership where, you know, like we we have two different we have children from other mothers who we also have to work around that schedule. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's not it's not that like my son doesn't need me right now. He's still in that phase where he. You know, he needs mommy to do these things, and, and I have to be there for certain things. But I also, as a mom, don't want to miss out. Right. But it's hard because coming from a teaching perspective and the, or a teaching job and a career and all the things that you need to do to because other people are depending on you, I had to realize coming to this job that not that those kids don't matter, but they don't. They don't. It, they really don't. I mean, they matter, but— But not in the way that your kids matter.
0: Like, so that was the biggest transition from being a teacher was I loved those kids like they were my kids. And I would do Mm -hmm. all those things. But I I realized while I love them like they were my kids, they weren't my kids. Right. Exactly. And my kid didn't need to suffer or have less than because Mm I was pouring into somebody else's bucket.
1: Bucket. Mm -hmm. And my
0: kid wasn't getting it.
1: No, absolutely. And I. And I think that was a huge eye opener to why taking this position was super hard. Oh, yeah. Because again, you're leaving 10, 12 years of how long I've taught and the, and the all the things that you know. Because, like, once you're in that, you're like, oh my God, can I do another job? Right. Am I, are my skills able, applied here? Am I going to do a good job? Oh, I got to start over. Um, but it was really for the kids it yeah. was really for that time to be able to spend because I mean juggling three sports schedules yeah my husband's schedule is a firefighter yeah you know I'm a cheer coach like our days are super planned out but my biggest thing was like am I not being present yeah like routines, mm-hmm. right and that was when I opened my eyes like OK, I have to do all the things when when my husband's not home, like he's on a 24 hour shift. I have to be that one. Right. Like I got to do it all. Right. But then his routine kept getting messed up because I wasn't paying that much of attention. Like, right. it's OK if you go to bed at nine. Like, no, it's really not. If you go to like, am I prioritizing him as a child in his developmental stage right now? Right. Or am I prioritizing this other job that I'm doing? Right. To satisfy who? Right. Right. Well, I
0: mean, it's just setting those boundaries and, and being aware of them. I have come to the conclusion that I'm going to do the best that I can where I'm at. Right. And I I am the worst at setting unrealistic expectations. For <laughs> Dude, I'm I'm not joking. Like, you should see my to-do list for every day. <sighs> and every day I'm like. I'm going to do it. And at the and end of every day, I'm like, I've checked it. Three boxes it. off. <laughs> like l- legitimate. Like I have this, um, you know, those little notebooks, I call them like the police notebooks. Oh, the fit little in the flippy pocket. ones. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I bought one of those for each day. And so there's about 15 lines on it. Yeah. And I have 15 lines of things. Oh God. Of, of things that I'm going to accomplish every day. Like, for example, yeah. go to the gym, drink water, don't die. <laughs>
1: Like, I still have the note that you put <laughs> on my computer.
0: Drink water or, so you don't die. Yeah, drink
1: water so you don't die. Next to my note that says, "Don't forget to clock in."
0: <laughs> and I mean, I have in there, "Go for a walk." Go Spend ten minutes on your mini stair stepper that you purchased and you haven't stepped on.
1: Um, <laughs> that, and I, you, like, <laughs> that you got on Amazon at three o'clock, at 3 o'clock in the o'clock morning,
0: the morning. Um, <laughs> dude. You don't even want to know about my recent Amazon buys. Holy cow! Anyways, um, it has all of oh, these things. <laughs> oh, we'll get there. Okay. <laughs> but like, it, but I will tell you, even doing this podcast, it is honestly something that I'm prioritizing for myself.
1: Well, remember when we were thinking of the slogan for it Uh and we were sitting in our therapy for your entertainment? That's exactly right. It really is. And like when I brought up this podcast to my husband, he was like, another thing on your plate. Like, when are you going to have time to do this? And I'm like, well, you know, but when I got to talking to him about it, I was like, you know, I'm not alone. Right. And the way that I feel about being a a career driven woman, also a mother, also a stepmom, like also all these things that i have to do but it's kind of nice to talk about it with somebody and have people relate yeah because if not then i'm the only one thinking that i'm crazy
0: that's right i i can tell you that even just some of the feedback that we've gotten on some of our social media posts or just family or friends texting us after this they're like please don't stop doing it yeah because it it helps me relate it helps me it's almost validating it keeps yourself in check like i am not alone in this i know other people are struggling with this and it's Mm -hmm. okay Like all of us, it's almost kind of like the solidarity in failure.
1: (laughs) Well, well, and I talk to my sisters and I, we talk every day, but like, there are some things about being a mom that, that are, there's so many things that go into it. Yeah. You know, and like I said, it's not just one thing one day. It could be a million things another day. Right. Your career, your spouse, your, what the schedule is, all these things like, but at the end of the day, what's important? Yeah. Your children.
0: So- I'm so happy and that you, you. said that because I, I mean, every day I feel like I fail my kid. Like every single day I feel like, I mean, I know that I've offered, I, I've given him so many great things and, and all of this stuff. Like I know the good things, but I feel like I'm failing him all of the time. And I have open and honest conversations with him. And yesterday he came, not yesterday, Friday, he came home from school and he had this little note and he was like, in art class, we had to draw a picture and write a letter to the person that helps us out the most so i open it up and there's a picture of me and him holding hands on it and he was Mm. like thank you mom for everything that you do for me thank you for my life oh that's beautiful and it brought me back to when we were up at great great wolf lodge and he walks in there and he just goes I love my life. Oh. And, <laughs> as he's walking, as he's walking in. into it, and and then he goes, Ow! oh! <laughs> but, uh, the fact that he doesn't see, yeah, all of my f- all of the flaws, <laughs> and, and, he and he sees it. But man, he in his view, his he has a good life. Yeah, and and the fact that he says I have a good life, it, it makes me feel like all right, I'm going to get up and I know that I'm going to probably fail you again tomorrow, but I'm going to do something to contribute to that good life.
1: Right. But I think a good point is what you said is he he might not notice the flaws, but as he gets older, he's going to appreciate those flaws. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. like right now we have, a, we have an age range of children. So 16, 9, and 4. And our 16-year-old is starting to make sense of those things so having those flaws and then explaining them but also repairing the flaw right. like explaining like hey i wasn't able to do this or i got upset at this like you're building i i told my husband like we bring you brought boys into this world to change to change what boy oh gosh how did i phrase it you brought boys in the world to raise them right right and i said if we don't raise them right by showing them that yes we fight as parents or yes it's really hard to be a dad because my husband was nine, no, twenty when he had His Brandon, first, uh-huh. and so that's a lot of growing that Brandon and and my husband together. had to do. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and then you know Corbin comes along, and he's a di- so they're all different ages, yep. different life parts of life, and you know I was twenty nine when I found out I was pregnant, had him at thirty, and so you know Maddox came in a different, totally different, totally different. Yeah. Um. But the fact that they can, Brandon is starting to see, hey, these are the way that this is life. Well, and we need to make adjustments with this life.
0: Well, I think that's something that I think both you and I have been purposeful in raising our children was, and and I can speak on my behalf, that it wasn't that way when I was a child. We didn't talk Mm -hmm. about things like that. No feelings. We we did not. We were not allowed to ask questions. We weren't allowed to point out flaws of our parents. Like we were just like, do as you told. And this is the way that yep. it is. We don't talk about Bruno. Yep. Like we don't do it. And you just fall in line and do that. And there's a time as a child that you fall in line. Yeah. And and I and please believe, like I I'm not raising a child to be like, oh, but you know, and like be Oh, absolutely. Like, there's no, no there's a, like, there's a, there's there's a respect a fine line. Yeah. yeah. And you know when you can ask questions and you mm-hmm. know when I say what I yeah. say and I mean what I say and you don't get a chance to so butt in here.
1: We I was we we go between the like, ex, I wouldn't call it generational trauma. I would call it generational expectations, Yeah. right? So like, you know, when we were growing up, it was, you know, don't disrespect elders. Make sure you say hi to everybody in the room. Like yep. there's all of these things that we were generational expectations. Yep. Like you work because you make money and, yep. and you provide and you do all these things, right? But then there's that gentle parenting, right? That it, I struggle with it because I, yeah, I agree. And as a counselor, like, yeah, kids need to show their emotions and do these things. But there's a limit.
0: But, and I also think it's a way that you do it. It's not. Yeah. So like at, at the time, it's almost like this. Okay. If your child is about to touch the stove, you immediately go into, mm-hmm. you do not touch the stove. Like almost like a yelling knife handing drill instructor. Like, no, you will listen to me. And then afterwards you sit down with them and you yes. say, Hill. do you understand mm-hmm. why I got upset in the way that I did? Right. Do you understand the situation? That part of the conversation did not happen to with me when I was a child. It was a you will not do this period. Done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: And 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 then it, when you were scared. It was like, do you want me to give you a reason yeah, to cry? Yeah, I'll, I'll give you a reason to cry like, about but this. I, but I already have one. Like, you I remember yelling, like,
0: <laughs> when my mom used to spank us, right? And and like, whatever, we can all say whatever. But they, they were doing the best that they, had, they could with what they had. When my mom used to spank us and she would be like, if you don't move your hand, it's going to hurt worse. Or if you don't do this, it's going to hurt worse. Yeah. And like that threat, like it, it was almost like they, they wanted us to be afraid of them, but not really be afraid of them. But. Not definitely not be their friend. Whereas they're right now, I'm going back and forth of I'm gonna instill this respectful mm-hmm. irreverence and this fear, like this, not a fear, but like a an awe of I understand a, yes. the authority that you behold as my mom. Mm-hmm. And so when you say to me, do not do this there's and, and there's that voice it. Yeah. <laughs> and there's that voice you know i'm not going to ask a question yeah i'm,
1: I'm going to get up muscle that muscle that right. you have like, accomplished like, there in that voice that's right like, yeah
0: I, this is not the time
1: yes and then later you
0: know, do you understand why I did this? yes and that's, well, and that's so that's important part
1: of that repair in any situation you know like same thing with your spouse right or or your partner you might you might react but then you have to repair. And right. that was one thing that I did learn in counseling. Like, you know, my husband and I did that um the Catholic counseling and and we got to talk to people before we got married because we again, we were two independent people coming together with views that were like Ehh. Right. Um but then when it came to parenting, that was he'd already been a parent. Right. Well, and
0: and that's something that I totally want to shout out my my son's father, for like he has always been on board with me with that like he has always been what your mom says Mm -hmm. goes goes." yeah and i will respect it and then if he disagreed with me in private he would come and talk to me about that and and we and and the same for for him what did your dad say is that what your dad said then that's what we're gonna do like there was not that opportunity for that that divorced parent even though we weren't together it wasn't like So I could come here and know that he's going to hear something totally different. He knows, like, I'm in constant communication with his father and we're going to we're going to do this well. And it took a long time for us to get there. But like we know that we're acting in the best interest of our child and not in our own selves, like our individual selves, best interest. I
1: think that that comes full circle of like, you know, juggling these jobs of being a mom. And they're not they're not jobs. I would say I think that's the wrong word. But these I don't know if their duties is even the right word, but, you know, you have to put your kids first. Yeah. And but you also have to put yourself first as a mom. Like
0: and I don't and I didn't for a very, very long time. Like and that's probably why I'm struggling getting back into that habit of that for right now is because I never put myself like I'm going to go. And work out the first Mm -hmm. hour of the day. I'm going to go make sure that my nails are done. Like you, like it wasn't until you started working here again that I was like, (laughs) all right, I'm going to take time to go get my nails done.
1: Well, and I, and that was a, that was something that I think I learned a long time ago and started practicing because when I moved back down here, it was, I went through the postpartum depression right after I had my son Mm -hmm. and it took a lot of like therapy and a lot of like self motivation to be like okay i gotta put myself first because there are a lot of things like the mom guilt is super it's real it's real It's real. the burnout is super real the real. M- like the the mom rage is it's real is so real yeah but if you don't give that time to yourself like and, and i know words of wisdom from people who have been parents before like definitely take that into consideration because they've known what they're doing yeah. like aunts uncles friends like there was a lot of people who are like let me Watch your baby, yeah, and I'd be like, "No, yeah. I'm a mom, mm-hmm. I have to be responsible for this little person, but then it was really like, now that I think back, I'm like, God, I could have slept
0: well, like that uh, was nice I'm about to be super vulnerable and and if anybody is I can't believe I'm gonna share this, but I'm gonna um I one hundred percent contributed to the demise of my relationship by not putting my ex as a priority, right my son one hundred percent was the priority. My job was the priority. My mm-hmm. family was the priority. And uh he took a back seat yeah to that. And I didn't see it in the in while it was happening. I thought like, okay, everybody else is doing this. But I recognized that I prioritized everything else except for my relationship with him. Yeah. And I'm not gonna take all the fault, okay, I didn't do everything.
1: Well but <laughs> even, even but, when you say that though, like you when you become a mom, it becomes so overwhelming, it's overwhelming with all the things that you're, you kind of expect your partner to be like, cool. I know what phase you're in right now that, you know, right? I get it, but it's not that way. Yeah. Like,
0: I, I didn't, I didn't support him in the way that he needed to be. I wasn't, I was, I was going to school. I was working mm-hmm. full time. I was trying to be the best mom that I could be. And I I recognize in in retrospect that I definitely could have nurtured that relationship better and we might be in a different position. Um, But because I did recognize that, I did uh, some like self-therapy, not necessarily with him, but I did some talks. I have had Mm -hmm. some conversations with him afterwards being like, yeah, my fault. Oops, and I'm sorry that we're here. And and unfortunately we are here and I don't think that there was ever going to be an opportunity for us to go back to those things because of things that we've done and said and all of those things but i see you Mm -hmm. and i appreciate you and i i'm sorry that i didn't prioritize you in the way that i should have um and because ultimately that would have been what's good for my son too because he would have seen his mom treating his father the way that his mom should have taught. And I
1: think it's important too. I mean, you recognize that and you acknowledge it and, you know, you've repaired that with him and you guys are great parents to Zai. I mean, that's really what's important. And, and one thing that stuck with me, I think the nurse had said it or somebody had said it and it was, you know, they were talking about my birth plan and all these things. And, and she said, you know, parenting, having a baby is the most individual experience that you will ever have. Yeah, Some things might be the same. All these people are going to tell you these things to do. But this is the most individualized thing that has ever happened to me. Yeah, You know, like, my story is not the same. And my path as a mother is not the same as the person sitting next to me. Right. But if I can grow from those mistakes, and I can grow from those, you know, lessons that I, I've had along the way, I think being a mom being a spouse, being a partner, being whatever you are, an educated person, you're only going to grow.
0: Well, and I also think that it's important that we have an avenue where we share this with with other people too, because I guarantee you there's a mom out there that's mm-hmm. doing the same thing that I did yep. and didn't prioritize people in the right way. And and I just really want to encourage you to take that time to be reflective with yourself. Uh, give yourself the the... The grace to be you as a mom, find out who you are, not just as a mom, but who you are. Yeah, absolutely. Find out who you are as a spouse, find out who you are as a daughter and recognize that those roles shift and they change Mm -hmm. all the time as you grow and you mature. Um, And and I would just encourage everyone to give yourself a little bit of grace. And I'm going to I'm going to point back to this whole forgiveness one that we had last week. Forgive yourself mm-hmm. for those things. Don't allow that mom guilt to overrun you. Like to, mm-hmm. It absolutely can yeah. consume you. Um, and if you don't hit that reset button, so I'm going back full circle to the yeah. first episode. <laughs> if you don't hit that reset button, uh, y- you you get on a hamster wheel. You do. And and uh, you're not going to be the best for yourself yeah. and you're not going to be the best for your ch- child. Um, so being a working mom has so many advantages. It is.
1: Well, and as working parents and moms, we are lifelong learners. So allow yourself to learn as you parent. Yeah. Allow yourself to, to educate and, and take time for you and, and do the things that you need to be you, because eventually your kids aren't gonna, gonna remember that soccer game that you missed when they were three. If you, of,
0: I missed my kids, very first basketball game last weekend. (laughs) And that was like the hardest thing. Like, He's 11. Yeah. He's been playing sports since he was five, four. He's had That means that basically every Saturday of his life since he was four years old, he's had, he's had a game. Yeah, And I've been at every single one in my cricket made shirt <laughs> <laughs> for each one of his events. And I had to be away for work yeah. in Georgia this last week. And this is his very first game that I've ever missed. And it was hard for me. But at the same time, it gave an opportunity to
1: activate brother and activate sister. Yeah, well, there's all these, and that's another thing as we as we wind down. But there's other people in this world who love your children. Yeah, you don't have to be at all. You don't have to be at all. The aunts, the uncles, the nana's, the tatas, the tios, the tias, like. Let them share the love because yeah. I remember, you know, being at Thea's house and knowing that they—that was another safe person. That's right, you know. And so, give yourself some grace. Take care of you yeah. um, in this journey of your of being a mom or a spouse or parent or whatever. Yeah, but yeah, you have to. Because if you to. don't, I know that you're not alone. Um, one of the things I will say is, um, what got me through my postpartum was another podcast. Yeah, that's um, and saying. it was another parenting podcast. So. Um, do your research, take that time for you. If you listen to a podcast, our podcast or any other podcast during your walk, um, benefit you. Yeah, Love absolutely. Yourself.
0: And allow those people to come in because they offer a great perspective and give your kids experiences that you can't give as well. Yeah. So, um, from Stephanie and Raquel, we want to thank good. you once again for joining us as we go down rabbit holes. <laughs> <laughs> Producer Will, any last words?
2: It, it'd be a brutal tone shift, but you did tease it earlier, so you have to be brief about it. Uh huh. What's on your Amazon shopping
0: list? Oh dude i just bought this drone nerf drone that shoots nerfs for up to 75 feet oh my dude, that's goodness like he loved it i have so much more we'll talk about it in our next episode because <laughs> my shopping list is full fedex comes to my house basically every day anyways um oh, thank you yes. so much thank for you, joining us remember um, to subscribe for more discussions
1: and join us next week
0: yeah, please drop us, a like us, subscribe, send it to your friends. Um, yes. And if you have any topics that you want to have covered, make sure that you drop it uh, in our Facebook or email us. And uh, again, we appreciate you. Thank you for all that you do. You're not alone. We're in this together.
1: Yes, together. Together. Yeah. We are. Family. All right.
0: (laughs) right. Next week. Thanks so much. Bye. Bye.
1: Bye.